2015, activists renamed Lake Asad, the main reservoir for northern Syria, Lake Revolution. But soon, it may not matter what they call it. In 2014, the lake's water level fell by 6 meters, or more than 80% of its usable water supply. By this year, the water level is so low that water pumps and stations that used to serve villages and lands near Lake Asad can no longer operate. I am suffering. There is no water without interruption. It is traumatizing. Every day I walk a great distance and there is no water. Political choices, more than poverty, have caused many of the Middle East's biggest water problems. In the 20th century, Arab and Turkish engineers built dozens of dams capable of retaining the entire water supply from the Tigris and Euphrates Basin. But the waterworks have been used for destructive ends. Saddam Hussein famously stopped the flow of water to Iraq's southern marshes in 1991, displacing at least 100,000 marsh Arabs in retaliation for their participation in a post-Gulf War uprising. Even after Saddam, the water weapon has remained salient. The river's many dams create an abundance of choke points. In Iraq, the Islamic State controlled the Fallujah Dam and flooded farmland in spring 2014, displacing up to 40,000 families. Some of the first airstrikes in Iraq against the Islamic State targeted militants besieging the Mosul and Haditha dams. In Syria, the Islamic State sped up the flow of the Euphrates through the Tabqa hydroelectric dam to produce more electricity for its constituents, helping drain Lake Asad. In 2021, Turkish-backed fighters have been accused of shutting off water supplies in northwest Syria, cutting off the supply for nearly one million people. After Turkey attacked here, we had a lot of difficulties. There was no water anymore. The people were suffering. The Middle East has plenty of water problems without warfare. As warfare becomes more common, water is becoming an increasingly common weapon.